All right, let's get going then. We've got Mr. Weedman online here, good. Let's call the meeting to order. Uh, welcome to our trustee meeting for February 2nd, 2021. Uh, we had a brief public hearing that commenced at 6 p.m. and then was tabled to continue on March 2nd. Now we're doing our 7 p.m. regular meeting. I would ask uh, those who are able to please stand. And Mr. Miller, I understand you have an invocation for us. Yes, sir. Uh, this comes from Bethel Baptist Temple, um, and it's from Senior Pastor Dr. Larry Cornett. <clears throat> Dear Heavenly Father, thank you for the blessings of this day. We thank you for life and for the privilege to live in this great land. We ask you to bless our nation and her leadership. We pray your blessings upon Sycamore Township. Make our community a lighthouse in this region and beyond. We pray for each person in every department. May we work together in unity and seize every opportunity to encourage one another. We ask that your sovereign will guide each decision that must be made this day. And we ask for your wisdom and direction as we look to the future. As we conduct this township meeting, we trust that you will be pleased with everything that is said and each decision that is made. It is in your holy and precious name we pray. Amen. Amen. I'd ask everyone to remain standing for the Pledge of Allegiance. If you have a flag or we'll have one on screen. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America to the republic for which it stands. One nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice Thank you. It's hard for all of us to do that synchronized over Zoom, I think. <laughs> Very good. All right. Well, uh, moving on, Mr. Porter, would you please do a roll call for this evening? Mr. LaBarbera? I here. Mr. James? Here. Mr. Weedman? Present. All right, next order of business to note on the record, the state of Ohio has authorized local government bodies to meet through remote means during this pandemic, which we're doing tonight through a video conference using Zoom. Votes of the Board of Trustees have the same effect as if approval had occurred during an open meeting or hearing of the public body with all of us there in person. State law also permits resolutions and other township documents and official actions to be signed with an electronic signature. Would each of you please give your consent to placing your electronic signature on any items approved in this meeting which require your signature? Mr. Weidman? I consent to electronic signature. Mr. LaBarbera? I do. Mr. Porter? I do. And I do as well. Very good. Mr. Chairman, I'm, for purposes of resolutions, I also do give my consent. Thank you. Thank you. I suppose I should just ask, does everyone? Anyone? Anyone not? Very good. Okay. Uh, well, uh, first of all, we have minutes to approve here on our agenda. We have the minutes from the January 19th, 2021 <laughs> trustee meeting. Motion. Second. All right. Any discussion as to those minutes? Hearing none, Mr. Porter, will you call the roll, please? Mr. LaBarbera? Aye. Mr. James? Aye. 
Mr. Weedman. Aye. All right. Uh, next, we have the fiscal officer report, but Mr. Warwick alerted me that there's a purchase order we may need to approve before we get into approvals of the uh, various receipts and disbursements Mr. Porter has. So Mr. Warwick, was there something we needed to consider? Yes, I'm going to just, I have five purchase orders and if the board would, wouldn't mind uh, amending the agenda a little bit so I could do these because at least one and maybe more of these purchase orders relate to bills that Mr. Porter is going to ask you to, to uh, pay tonight. So to, to be hyper-technical and do it in the right order, I'd just like to have you approve these purchase orders. Okay. Mr. Porter, are you okay with that? I'm fine with it. Okay. Thank you. Then let's proceed with that first. Okay. First purchase order is uh, 8786. And uh, this is to the Bureau of Workers' Compensation in the amount of 27,351, the money's available and is appropriated. Motion. Second. Any discussion? Let's get it up on the screen for just a moment here if we could, thank you. Okay. All right, Mr. Porter, would you call the roll? Barbara. Aye. Mr. James. Aye. Mr. Weedman. Aye. Thank you. Next PO is 8787. This is for Atkins and Stang Electric. This is for the uh, fiber optic uh, uh, work in the parks. Uh, and we're able to pay this out of COVID funds. And it's in the amount of 3985. The money is available and properly appropriated. Motion. Second. Any discussion? Yeah. So <clears throat> this is approved for uh, COVID. Yes. Okay. Can, can I uh, can I interject on this one, please? Th this one will not be paid out of COVID. This is paid out of the TIF funds for the Cougar Mill Road project. This will My come mistake. out of Kenwood TIF. The, okay. the other mistake. Atkins and Stang. Yeah, the other Atkins and Stang will come out of. COVID. Oh, which is the next, okay. Okay, any further discussion on this one? If not, Mr. Porter, call the roll, please. <clears throat> Mr. LaBarbera? Aye. Mr. James? Aye. Mr. Weedman? Aye. Okay, next one is 8788 to Rack and uh, Baller. This is for the Kugler Road uh, Kugler Mill Road improvement. This is also TIF funds. We can use those because the Kugler Mill does grant access to uh, TIF number 26 and number 27. And the total of this purchase order is 151,000, excuse me, 1,516,917.27. You approved this, uh, the board approved this project previously. The money is available and it is properly appropriated. Motion. Second. Any discussion as to this one? Mr. Porter, call the roll, please. The only thing I would like to add is that some of this money will come back to the township. This and it's our, uh, we are the ones administrating the contract, but uh, uh, we will be getting money back from Waterworks and from Hamlin County on this project. So uh, it's only gonna be uh, just under a million dollars uh, for us. 
<clears throat> in the long that, run. That will come back into the TIF then that it's dispersed from at that or TIFs at that point. Correct. Okay. In, any further discussion or comments from anyone? Mr. Porter? Barbara? Aye. Mr. James? Aye. <clears throat> Mr. Weedman? Aye. And I apologize, uh, Mr. Chairman. I just noticed that we have a resolution that appropriates that money. So I should have done, done that first, but I'd like to do it right now in concurrence with this uh, purchase order. The board's already approved this work, as I said, but I have a resolution that appropriates 1.6 million, which is slightly more than the PO that uh, Tracy needs approved this evening, just to give us a little wiggle room there. And once again, this is appropriated uh, 800,000 out of TIF 26 and 800,000 out of TIF 27. And the resolution reads, a resolution amending the 2021 appropriations, dispensing with a second reading and declaring an emergency. Motion. Second. We have a motion to approve this resolution and a second. Any discussion as to it? I'd like, to, I'd like Mr. Warwick to comment on uh, how every meeting we seem to have uh, amendments to the 2021 appropriations. I'm not sure. Can we get this done and then be done with it? Or uh, it seems like so far we've had appropriation or, or uh, amendments every time uh, uh, so far this year, I believe. <clears throat> yeah, I think that, I apologize for that. Um, I think that we're gonna have this happen a few more times this year as we try to get, uh, get up to speed on all of the projects and uh, how they should be appropriated. Um, so I had mentioned that before that I think this is gonna happen a few times and, and uh, we just wanna keep things in order because historically we have not. So sometimes we're still getting the cart before the horse, so to speak. And I, I would add that it is useful to do this as we go along, as we need to amend the appropriations rather than waiting for a catch-all year-end appropriation correction. I'd, I'd rather us be as proactive as we can, but certainly I'd prefer us to do it in advance of having to redo it so that we have it all proper from the start. But sometimes things... Just like to get the appropriations set forth so that uh, we don't have to continue to amend them every month. <clears throat> yeah. Mr. James? Since uh, this appropriation is for the prior PO, just out of an abundance of caution, after we uh, vote on this resolution, if it passes, could we go back to that prior PO and have an, a new motion to approve that expenditure? That's a good idea. Yes, we will do that. Thank you. All right. So we have a motion and a second as to this one. Is there any further discussion as to the resolution? Mr. Porter, will you call the roll then? Mr. LaBarbera? Aye. Mr. James? Aye. Mr. Weedman? Aye. All right, let's return then to purchase order number, was this uh, 8788? 8788, it's uh, to Rack and, and it's in the amount of 1,516,917.27. Motion to approve. Second. All right, any discussion this time as to this one? If not, Mr. Porter, please call the roll. Bill LaBarbera? Aye. Mr. James? Aye. Mr. Weedman? Aye. 
Okay, purchase order 8789. And this is uh, Bechtold, uh, the, the Bechtold Park to Atkins and Stain Electric. Um, and this can use the uh, uh, CARES money. And it's in the amount of $18,570. Uh, the money's available and appropriated. Motion. Motion. <clears throat> All right, one of you needs to second. Second. All right, thank you. Um, any discussion as to this? I, I, I do have a question myself. It, it, the description's Bechtold Park fiber splice, and I understand from what you said, CARES Act money is paying for this. What, what exactly was this? Was this uh, new construction or a repair or what? This, this is uh, new construction. With the Sycamore Road project, fiber was run down Sycamore Road into the park. This is for uh, electronic locks, cameras, everything, along with the, uh, the Wi-Fi for our residents when they come to the park. And this is all uh, fiber splicing that we cannot do in-house. Uh, mm -hmm. We do not have the equipment. It's very special equipment. There, there's there's only a handful of people uh, that are in this city that are actually doing splicing that fiber. And uh, this was the best price that we found. Okay, and this will enable public Wi-Fi in Bechtold Park then? This will enable it. So we will be doing the rest in house. This is, we have to do this before we can run the rest of the cable and set all the uh, Wi-Fi spots. Uh, we will be doing all that in house, but this has to be done first. Very good. That'll be a very nice amenity. Any other yes. discussion as to this? Mr. Porter, will you call the roll, please? Mr. LaBarbera? Aye. Mr. James? Aye. Mr. Weedman? Aye. And we have one more uh, PO, uh, 8790. This was sent to you uh, earlier today, was just added to the... Uh, the uh, stack 8790. I don't know if you have it in your package, Skyler, but uh, uh, this is uh, uh, this is a blanket PO that has to do with uh, CARES money that you appropriated uh, recently. Uh, we're using some of that money, um, a blanket for fifty thousand uh, dollars. Like I say, you've approved it and appropriated it. Motion to approve. Second. Scholar, do you have that to put on the screen? Probably uh, unfortunately, not. sir, I do not. All right, let me do that just quickly, just so public can see it here. This is the PO we're referring to as 8790, correct? That's right. Okay, thank you. All right, uh, any discussion as to this? And that money is coming back to us from CARES. Is that correct? We already have it. We have it, all right, so we're just spending it, all right. Yes, this is the CARES Act money that we got last year. We just had a blanket PO. Blanket POs expire at the end of the year, so we just had to bring another blanket to you so we could uh, continue to uh, pay, pay the bills with that, because last year's Thanks. PO expired. Thanks, Trace. All right, Mr. Porter, would you call the roll, please? La Barbara. Aye. Mr. James. Aye. Mr. Weedman. Aye. 
All right, Mr. Warwick, is that everything we need to get out of the way before Mr. Porter? Yes, it is. Okay, uh, Mr. Porter, sorry to keep you waiting there for your report. Can we have our fiscal office for a report now, please? Yes, we had receipts of $500,507.10, disbursements of $392,481.51. A complete listing of all receipts and disbursements is available in your packet. Motion to approve. Second. Any discussion? Hearing none, Mr. Porter, will you call the roll, please? Mr. LaBarbera? Aye. Mr. James? Aye. Mr. Weedman? Aye. Thank you, Mr. Porter. Uh, next, we have our public comment period on the agenda. Has anyone signed up to give comments this evening? I don't believe we had anyone, sir. That's unusual these days. Okay, well, we'll move on then. Um, next, we have our Sheriff Patrol report. Um, Sergeant Kreider, how are you? Good, how are you? Good. Uh, what have you got for us? Well, <laughs> I was told to fill in. Um, I asked Lieutenant Tarr if he had any anything for me to pass along. I have nothing. Um, I know that the... Um, Lieutenant Tarr mentioned something about the statistics were still uh, being worked out. I don't know if that's due to the uh, new RMS system that we're, uh, we've deployed in the last two weeks. Okay. Well, sometimes it's good not to have anything to report from a, a policing perspective, isn't it? <laughs> I guess that means things are going well. Yeah. Sorry, I, I do have a question. Um, uh, I was working with, uh, with uh, Lieutenant on uh, uh, early uh, Rumkey pickups. Were you yes. involved? Yeah, I, I heard about that. I have the email. Uh, I have a one of the night shift officers working on that. Okay, good. Um, it's it's a matter of being at the end of the shift. It's usually around what five o'clock in the morning. Maybe sometimes a little earlier than that. Maybe a little later. Um, yeah, that's right at shift change. I have an officer that's on it and hunting for these guys that are uh, picking up garbage early. So I'm just waiting on him to email me back with some kind of enforcement action. Okay. Okay. Appreciate it. Thank you. Yes, sir. All right. Anything else for Sergeant Kreider from anyone? All right. Thanks, sir. Oh. We'll move on then. Uh, next, we have our EMS and fire report. Chief Penny. How Hello. Are you? Good. How are you guys? A um, couple things. We had 77 new additional cases from our last meeting for quarantine in the house. Um, I think I think the numbers are actually dropping a little bit. We're usually up over 100, so that that's a good sign. Um, I got a couple emails. One of them um, was from the public health department that um, offered up a, a, a website portal for fire and police for their vaccines. And we might have to take advantage of a couple guys that weren't able to get the vaccine at the time that we gave them out. And then I, I know Sergeant uh, Tar was saying that uh, they, they weren't obligated, they weren't able to get it at all um, because it wasn't offered to them. So I forwarded the email to him so he could have the sheriff guys uh, sign up for that. So hopefully the sheriffs can 
start getting their vaccines through that website. We'll see, see how that goes. Um, and I got another email from the public health on a couple web links for um, people that can sign up to get a vaccine. And I forwarded that to Deb or to uh, Beth today. And I know she has one on the website now and we're, we'll, we'll probably add this second one. Um, it was uh, uh, HTTPS forward slash vaccines dot coronavirus dot ohio dot gov and and it's a web link that you can go into where you can sign up for a vaccine through a web portal so we'll we'll get that on the uh, have beth get that on the website so the residents can have take advantage of that um yeah the only other thing is on our month report which i'll be sending to you in the next couple of days they the, the county communication center changed one of their dispatches from um, used to have chest pain and possible heart attack, and they changed it, both of those to cardiac. <clears throat> so, so now you'll see on their monthly report just cardiac events, which is formerly would be chest pains and heart attacks. So that's the only thing that's really changed on that. And the only last thing I have is that uh, last weekend uh, we did we were able to get all the firefighters and, and a few admin people, their second vaccine. So the majority of the township employees are uh, have their second vaccine now. So they're pretty much done with that mess. So that's all I have. Chief, there I was is. on the, uh, if I can jump in here, the chief, I was on the uh, Hamilton County uh, uh, health call today, the public health call and uh, the commissioner, Greg Kesterman, said uh, the numbers for Hamilton County are great. They're really gone down considerably and, uh, and on, all, on all the levels in, the, in, the, uh, in, the, in the Hamilton County. So the numbers are down trending and uh, we're still red. So, Yeah, I, I, saw, on their, I saw from today that the, uh, um, the hospital stays are, are a lot lower than they had been. Jim, anything else from you? No, that's all. Tom, did you have any questions for Chief Penny? No. Okay, Chief, Chief, I did have a question. I know the construction's going on out front there uh, on the, the apron and the concrete. That's not interfering, I hope, with any operations you guys have going on, is it? No, we have all of our trucks uh, coming out the other, the other side of the building. As long as we don't meet a dump truck coming head in, we'll be fine. <laughs> <laughs> that would be unfortunate, yes. Okay. Very good. Tracy, while we're, while we're talking about that, if I can jump in, Tracy, is there a time limit on that driveway being ripped up? Because when you're moving those fire trucks out of there, you, you, there's no light there now. So you, they just have one access. Is there a time limit on how, I mean, if they're taking care of that part of the pavement the way they did on our side, it's, it's a nice little wait. So It is. So it'll due to the weight of fire trucks, it'll definitely be 14 days after it's poured. They were excavating today. They're supposed to be uh, uh, framing up tomorrow, finishing grade and framing up tomorrow and uh, pouring uh, later this week, Thursday or Friday. So it'll be 14 days from that point. Thank you. I, personally, I'll wait for the wait. We've... Uh, they're taking that big hump, most of that hump out. 
uh, going where you, where you exit onto the street and with a, with a 35 ton fire truck, we've put more leaf springs on fire trucks because of that hump in that front uh, lot and uh, we can shake a stick out. So if it, if it eliminates that hump and we can have a smooth ride out of there, it's well worth the wait for us. Yeah, it's going to be much better. Yeah. All right. Anything else for Chief Penny? Thanks, Chief. We will move on then to roads and maintenance. Tracy, what do you have for us? Well, obviously, our guys have been very busy the last uh, week. Uh, from last Wednesday till Monday, uh, it seemed like they were uh, working around the clock almost. Uh, we uh, went through 305 tons of salt within that time period. Uh, due to the temperatures being so low, everything that fell stuck to the road. So those guys worked nonstop. I, I think they did a great job also. Uh, so we, we did receive, uh, I had ordered and we uh, got delivered 500 tons of salt today. So we are back to capacity again. Uh, so we're, we're in good shape for salt. And the guys love the new system. You know, we're using the new uh, chemical system in the back with the brine and the beet juice and the new salt dome and gotten grave, uh, great results and great comments. So uh, your, uh, your investment is definitely paying off. It's working great. So besides that, uh, I just want to, can I just say, sorry. I just uh, say thanks to your guys who've done a great job on the roads uh, through this, through this weather. They're, they're working hard and uh, doing a great job. So thank them for us, please. I will definitely pass that along. Thank you. Yeah, they had some odd hours. They probably had to work for some of that this weekend, too, with the timing of some of that snow. So we do all appreciate that. Yeah, especially last week, I believe it was, it was either Wednesday or Thursday, one of those days. Uh, you know, it started snowing right at quitting time. Yeah. So, they, you know, they didn't get to go home. They went all into, into the nighttime hours. So uh, that was a long day for them. But they, they did a great job. That new that new formula works. It's really good. You laid it down. And it was like hours before the snow came. Snow came. Everybody was messed up with it. Our area was perfect. Perfect. Yep. Yeah, they worked good. So the next thing I have on the agenda is the OPWC. Uh, all those projects have been rated. Appeals have come in. Appeals have been rated. And uh, our project, the Donegal Headwall, was the number one rated project in the county. Uh, so uh, Mr. Rudel Schofer put that grant together and did a fabulous job. Uh, that's a head wall that has collapsed down in Billenvale, down on Donegal uh, by the intersection of Willada. About a $200,000 job, so there's gonna be about a $100,000 grant with that project that uh, we were successful in getting. So uh, we, we've had great success with, with our grants say, the past four or five years. Well, thanks to Steve for getting that thing put together then in such great form, so. Yep, yep. I will thank him. Uh, next, uh, our 25% TIF road program. I believe you all received all the roads that we're doing. It is quite an extensive list. We are actually doing 10 and a quarter miles of roadway. We only have 50.6 miles of road. So we're looking at about 20%. Uh, 
And as you can see, uh, they're all over. We have quite a few in Kenwood, quite a few in Dillonvale. Uh, we have quite a few up north. So uh, it's being spread around all over. Uh, this is uh, really going to uh, bring us back to where we are. Some of these roads are in great need. Uh, and some of the roads that I was looking at before, uh, you know, I was just going to do because of age. We've got some roads that are 20, 22 years old, but because of the preventative maintenance uh, that we have been uh, endeavored into and, and you guys have invested in with uh, crack sealing and cape sealing and onyx, we've got 22-year-old roads that are in great shape. And it was just, we might as well not do them. Let's go look for you know, another road. I, you know, it says something when uh, when you've got a chance like this with the 25% of the uh, unencumbered TIF and you're uh, looking for roads to fix. Uh, that, that really says something about the program. But uh, th these roads that we're doing right now, it, it's really going to push us ahead in our program. Very good. And uh, to, just for reference, uh, you know, we... The, uh, we had about $5 million available with the 25% TIFs. Uh, this project with contingency uh, estimate is just under $3.4 million. Uh, we are also going to be looking not only with the Donegal head wall, but we have three other head walls uh, that need work back in Dillonvale, uh, where we have erosion coming out near the road. So we're going to be repairing four head walls in all this year. Uh, that will be part of this money also. That's going to be about 400000 So uh, right now, my, our estimate is about 3.8. Uh, so uh, we, we will not be uh, dipping into that whole $5 million. Trace, I just want to say that this, uh, this just demonstrates the, the great value of uh, tax equity financing in our community and, and some of the great things it's, it's been able to do for us with infrastructure. So uh, uh, are we going to be able to uh, to get all this done? Do we have uh, I know I'll let you know. As so, I'll let you know as soon as we get a contractor. I think we will because we're going out so early, you know. Uh, we, I asked you for a motion I advertised a long time ago uh, just to keep everything straight now that we have the program together. I'm going to ask you for one again tonight. Uh, we are advertising in the paper uh, this coming Friday and next Friday, and we will be opening the bids the following Friday, which I believe is the 18th. It's either the 18th or the 19th. So... Uh, this Friday and next Friday, I believe it's the 5th and the 12th, opening on the 19th. So uh, we'll, we'll proceed as rapidly as we can uh, to review those bids so we can award that contract, so we can get a contractor on board uh, early in the year so we can proceed. And I mean, this is a lot of work, but uh, with a lot of work, you also get the bigger companies. You know, you're you're going to get nothing but the major players probably uh, put bids in on this. All right. Well, let me call for a motion then, as Mr. Kellams has requested. Motion. All right. The, the motion would be to approve the 2021 road improvement program with the advertising as described by Mr. Kellams and the bid opening on the date noted. Is that correct? 
That's correct. Okay. And we had a second, Mr. LaBarbera? We did, yes. Okay. Any discussion as to that from anyone? All right, Mr. Porter, will you call the roll? Mr. LaBarbera. Aye. Mr. James. Aye. Mr. Weedman. Thank you, gentlemen. Uh, as you know, I told you before that the Duke project was getting ready to start. Just want to tell you that they, uh, they have sent us a letter uh, that we have put on our website uh, in regards to the project starting. We just want to keep all our residents notified of everything that's going on with that project. So right. I also uh, need some signatures. Uh, I don't know if we can do this electronic. I'll, I'll ask Beth tomorrow, but this is something that we do every year. This is a certification of our uh, township highway system. This basically uh, certifies how many miles we've, we've gotten in township roads and what our, uh, the money and program that we invested last year. So uh, 50.667 is our miles. Uh, so I'll just need to get signatures on that. I can come by the office and sign that if we need it on paper. Look, yeah, it is paper. They, they mailed it to us. It was not electronic. The other trustees could either do the same or consent now to having someone sign for them on there, I suppose. I can stop by. I'll stop by. When you, when you need a trace. Uh, sometime this week would be nice. I'll stop by. Tom, do you want to stop by or do you want to give consent to someone placing yours? I'll give consent to, uh, to uh, just in case I can't get over there this week, I'll, I'll, give, I'll uh, give consent for uh, my electronic signature. Very good. Anything else, Tracy? Uh, no, sir. I, I have a few questions. questions. <laughs> Let me ask the other trustees first. Do they have any questions for you or comments? I don't. I don't. Okay, just a couple things. First of all, you, you mentioned the fiber and we discussed that earlier uh, with the POs. Do we have a map in the township of where our fiber is deployed? We do not. We are working on that though. Uh, there is going to be another PO come to you in the future that I, I do not have a price for yet, but we, are, we have some problems with our fiber around the... Uh, Galbraith and Montgomery intersection going over to uh, Bob Meyer Park. So we're going, to, that is not anything that we can trace. We have, uh, John has tried to trace it and has seen that it, the signal is not going through. So we're going to have to get somebody uh, that, that can repair that. But at that same time, we are also working on a map to map out all the fiber, where it goes, and where all the Wi-Fi points will be. So that's something we are working on. Okay, good. I'd, I'd certainly like to see that when it's developed. Was was the fiber outage around Bob Meyer Park recent or do we know? No, it's been like that for several months. Okay, there, there was um, Metropolitan Sewer District work going on in that area around that time. Do you think possibly there was a cut there or is it? I kind of doubt it. It's it's aerial. Oh, okay. 
So, so but it, it also goes through a few trees there. Now, there could be so you know, they were working out on Montgomery Road too. So yeah. we really don't know where the break is. And that's, that's why we have to bring somebody else in. We cannot trace that break. Okay. Um, the other thing I wanted to bring up, I've, I've mentioned this to Mr. Warwick this week and done a little research myself, and I want to get it on your radar if it's possible, because we have this opportunity with the, the 25% unencumbered TIF funds, um, and it looks like we're allocating uh, $3.8 or so you said of up to five that's potentially there for this. I, I don't want to spend money willy-nilly either, but from what I understand, that money can be used for uh, road maintenance of various kinds, also for public safety work too, but road maintenance seems to be the primary focus from what was in amended Senate Bill 4. And in, in looking at that, uh, state law, Ohio Revised Code 5571.10 um, indicates that as part of improving or maintaining any road, the Board of Township Trustees may provide for landscape and beautification projects along the road. Such projects may include planting trees or other plants and installing and maintaining decorative pathways, walls, signage, fencing, banners, fountains, and other similar features. And, and I bring that up because I know I've mentioned to you before, Bechtold Park has some pretty areas and some areas it could use some touching up and we have roadways through there and we have those chopped off telephone pole dividers to keep people off the grass there rather than curbs or nicer looking walls or fences or landscaping features. All of our other parks don't have that. They have curbs or, or nothing at all. I don't know if there's a historical problem with people doing donuts in the fields at Bechtold that we were trying to protect against or what? There but, absolutely uh, is. Oh, okay, well, uh, maybe people have gotten over that urge, I hope, or maybe there's a prettier way um, that could you be don't cost like our posts. <laughs> well, they're not Let's all even. Our posts. <laughs> How about so, if we just get new posts and make them all nice and even? That, that might help, but maybe there's something else we could do too. And if there's an opportunity to use these unencumbered TIF funds for that, and it sounds like we could because that parallels the roadways through there, that might be an option. Um, so just something I wanted to put on your radar as a possibility too. If, if we can beautify the park in some way and, and uh, make use of those funds for that, that that might be a, a unique opportunity to do it while those funds are available. On the other hand, if it's going to be really, really costly, maybe not. But yeah. the, the it, other initiative. Well, as, go ahead. As you can see on the bottom of that list, and I failed to mention that, Bechtel Park is on that list. Okay. It is getting paved because the parking lot and driveways are falling apart. So we were looking at putting new posts and straightening them all out. Now, yeah. I can price curb but it is going to be very expensive to put curb all the way around that park. That Think park, that park has more asphalt than our longest roads, more than Marlette, more than Gideon, which mm -hmm. I was shocked to find out when I figured out yeah, how big wow. it was. Maybe there's some other option there that looks nicer than those. Maybe not, maybe uh, at least leveling the tops of them would help, but um, it just, it, it is a marked difference from our other parks too and how we block off the grass from the pavement. But as you say, there is a lot of pavement there. So something to think about. What While you're looking at the park, the dumpster enclosure next to the shelter close to Sycamore Road probably needs a little upkeep too. Um, yes, well, uh, that is actually coming down. When we finish our project in the back, we will be getting a 30 yard dumpster back there 
Mm-hmm. So all the smaller dumpsters will be leaving and they will not be in the parks anymore. Okay, very good. Um, the, the other thought I had, and this may sound silly, but I, I've been doing some looking into cost of opening our bathrooms year round versus continuing to use portalettes in the winter. And it looks like portalettes are certainly more cost effective for what we do there because we'd need uh, some equipment, winterization and additional utility costs to open the bathrooms. At Schuler Park, immediately behind uh, the North Fire Station, there's a portalette enclosure there made of stone with a little roof um, that actually looks kind of nice, at least, for dressing those up. We don't have those in other parks. Um, that's something perhaps we should consider doing, at least to, to beautify the park. And what with those portalettes being adjacent to the roadway, that might be something that falls under road maintenance and might be subject to use of those TIF funds also. So I'll we'll check into that. All right. Thank you. Mm-hmm. I don't think I have anything else. So uh, anybody else? Uh, maybe you could weigh in on that. Would uh, Portal Let's qualify under the, under the uh, rules of the uh, using that tip, those tip <coughs> Well, the, uh, <clears throat> in talking to Brenda, it had to be maintenance. So a, a new structure would not qualify as maintenance. Yeah, I wouldn't think so. Well, I actually, though, under revised code 57, I'm sorry, 557110, it looks like it would. That was the code section I referenced earlier. Um, That's one of the reasons why I just asked Mr. Desai if he would comment on that. Yeah. Um, I can look into it, but I'm not familiar with that provision. So I'll take a look at it and send an email to the trustees. Thank you. Thanks. Anybody else? All right. Thanks, Tracy. Mm-hmm. All right, let's move on to planning and zoning then. Uh, Schuyler, if you could pop in on the screen here. Sir, hi there. Okay, um, tonight I have uh, two resolutions for your consideration. Um, I'll do a quick screen share here. Okay. Uh, the first one I have is uh, removal of vegetation, garbage, refuse, and other debris. Uh, this is at 8308 St. Clair Avenue. Um, this is a this is a property owner that uh, he actually owns multiple uh, uh, properties in the township. Uh, all of the properties have have the same issues. Uh, we actually uh, passed a resolution on uh, another one of uh, those properties at uh, I believe the last trustee meeting. Um, again, all all three properties are having the same issues. Uh, trash and debris also don't, don't vehicles. Um, you know, this is a, uh, approach that we're trying to, uh, to take this time around where, um, if they don't comply, we get on the property and then we're able to, to better, um, assess the vehicles. Uh, so this is, this is probably going to be a phased approach and this is phase one for this, this particular site. Um, so you guys have any questions about this one or would you like me to read the resolution? Scott, I think, I think this, this is a multiple multi-time offender, I believe, A308 St. Clair. We, we have a long history with, with this particular property owner. Yes, sir. Tyler, is there anybody living there? Uh, yeah, I believe, I believe all houses are occupied. Um, I, I think some of them are, are rentals. Uh, I honestly, they might all three be a rental. Uh, I'm, I'm not quite sure where, where the gentleman lives. 
Um, but uh, we are, you know, we, we have had some communication with them and it's, uh, it, it's not cooperative. All right, any other questions or comments about it, anyone? I believe my units have uh, responded there for trouble runs. Really? Yeah, I don't have any specific details, but the uh, the address is, is uh, one of the uh, common trouble run addresses that we respond to every once in a, once in a while. Yeah, we got a lot of history at that, that location for sure. Yeah. Okay, uh, so with that, uh, I'll read the title. It's a resolution providing for and authorizing removal of vegetation, garbage, refuse, and other debris, and declaring a nuisance for the property located at 8308 St. Clair Avenue, Sycamore Township, Ohio, 45236. Motion. Second. All right, we have a motion to adopt the resolution and a second. Any further discussion? Mr. Porter, call the roll, please. Mr. LaBarbera. Aye. Mr. James. Aye. Mr. Weedman. Aye. Okay. All right. Uh, the other resolution I have is for uh, 8566 Plainfield Road. Um, you can see this is a this is another problem property. Um, uh, very visible uh, in the uh, Ross Wayne Kim, uh, excuse me, Dillon Bell area. Um, just again, accumulated trash and debris. Um, we have had uh, some history with uh, with this particular property as well. Um, you know, there's it, it's it's really just an accumulation of a, of a lot of little things, but those things add up when you're when you're not properly maintaining um, your you know your your exterior property. Any questions about this one? It, this is a residence. Is that correct? Yes, sir. It is. Yeah, the, uh, I, I apologize for, for these pictures. It, it that is a single family home. Okay. It's interesting you had to ask that though. <laughs> yeah, it's hard to tell from the photos, and with yeah. the looks like a gated fence there in the driveway, yeah. almost a commercial property. <laughs> yeah, this, this this picture almost makes it look like uh, like is that a repair shop or something that that you know, drives back in there? Mm -hmm. uh, those are just those are just random car parts. Okay, is, is this currently occupied as best you can tell? Uh, yes. Any luck with the owner here? No, no, sir. All right, any, anyone else have any comments or questions? This, uh, th this is tenant occupied and uh, it has seemed vacant lately. There's usually nobody there during the day. Once every few days, a car will pull in and out. So. Don't really know if anybody's living there right now or not. Oh, you think they're? You think it's vacant now? Okay. I'd say there's a chance of it. Is is that resident Kellums or uh, <laughs> is <that> speaking? <laughs> That's whatever you want it to be. <laughs> Neighbor, neighborhood Watch Chairman Kellums, right? That's right. <laughs> All right. Well, if if no one has further comments, would you present the resolution, please? All right. Uh, resolution providing for and authorizing removal of vegetation, garbage, refuse, and other debris, and declaring a nuisance for the property located at 8566 Plainfield Road, Sycamore Township, Ohio, 45236. Motion. All right, we have 
<laughs> two movements, I'll second in this instance. Uh, any further discussion as to this? All right, Mr. Porter, will you call the roll, please? Mr. LaBarbera? Aye. Mr. James? Aye. Mr. Weedman? Aye. Okay, and I will, uh, I'll keep my comments short tonight. Um, zoning commission is, is canceled this month, uh, no business. We do have a, um, uh, a tabled item that um, it's, a, it's the PUD review for the, the Hill Point development. Uh, that is, that's not gonna go back in front of zoning commission until uh, the trustees um, review the uh, the zone change component of that, which was a separate case, that's 2020-07Z, uh, uh, which you have a public hearing scheduled for, uh, 6 p.m., February 16th. So the, potentially, depending on what happens, the PD could come back in front of the um, Zoning Commission in March. So we do have uh, one case for Board of Zoning Appeals on February 17th. That's at 6.30 and that will be remote. And I'm sorry, I missed the beginning of what you said. The project for which we have the hearing on the 16th, that's the townhome project on Montgomery that, Road? Yes, it's called Hill Point, I'm, I apologize. Uh, Hill Point, uh, that is a, a grand communities development, uh, which is a subsidiary of, uh, of Fisher Homes, LLC. Okay, has there been any change in the submitted plan for that over time? Uh, it's my understanding that there either there's been an attempt or there's there's been some initial discussion with um, uh, between the developer and the, the residences in the area, but nothing has been uh, submitted back to the township. So okay, and we're still at this point in time. I it, it's it's just rumor. So uh, they've they've requested that it be um, the the case be tabled uh, until they can uh, reach that, but nothing has changed. I'm hoping to hear something back before, um, you know, be, before there's a, there's a public hearing on the other piece, um, but the zone change, it, it stands on its own. Okay. Merits, so they, they may not submit anything. All right. If you would, if you would reach out to them about the hearing on the 16th and find out if they do intend to go forward now or plan to request further tabling, that might be useful to know. Oh, early on. absolutely. I've, I, I've been pushing for, uh, for a response. As, as it stands now, we're, we're still on for the 16th. Okay. All right. Got anything else for us? Uh, tonight, I don't. That's, that's uh, try to make it short tonight. All right. Anybody have any questions for Mr. Miller about anything? No. No. All right. Thanks, Skylar. Right. Thank um, you. So moving on then, we have our law director report. Uh, Mr. Desai, what do you have for us? Uh, Mr. James, tonight, just one item for the law director report. Um, we did receive official notification from the state that the request applied for for the TIP extension. Uh, this pertains to the property at North Lake Drive, 11530 North Lake Drive. Uh, that that was approved. So there is a 15 year extension for that property. Uh, that's a property that's owned by Equistar Chemicals, um, also is known as Cummings Westlake LLC. So, you know, in a nutshell, the extension uh, requested for the assessed valuation of the improvements to the property 
uh, was granted for an additional 15 year period after uh, the original period expires. When did we make that application? Let's see here. We made that application um, on November 26, 2019. And Deepak, that's at the old value, correct? Um, well, it's a mixture. So, um, there was additional infrastructure improvements, uh, uh, sorry, additional public infrastructure improvements approved um, in 2017, and that was by resolution 2017-102. So it is a combination of the original and the additional. Makes sense, gotcha. So, so I'm curious, what are we continuing to pay off through the TIF there? And will that obligation endure for another 15 years on a, a bond of some sort or what? I'm not familiar with where the financing and debt services on that, Mr. James. I'm not sure there's there's any obligation any further on that, but maybe Mr. Warwick could weigh in. I think it's free and clear. I'm curious as to what the purpose was in extending it then. Well, because we have the ability to to take the take the uh, tip funds that we generate from that project and a lot, it allows us to do things like put sidewalks in on Kemper Road, resurface Kemper Road, which as you probably know, the county has no money to do. And frank, quite frankly, it's getting pretty bad over that way. So it allows us to use those funds that we normally would count on somebody else for that don't have them mm. to do improvements. And I think, it, I think it's extremely valuable to our township. And I, we just got done spending 3.8 million on our local roads using TIF funds. So it, it's a pretty good example of why TIF is so important to us. Yeah, okay, so very good, thank you. Anybody uh, have any questions as to that? If not, Mr. Decide, did you have anything else? That's all I have to report, Mr. James, thank you. Okay, thank you. Um, let me see, next we have the administrator report. We've already covered some of what we had on the agenda for that. Mr. Work, what else do we have from you here? I have uh, two uh, resolutions remaining. The first one has to do with uh, getting rid of obsolete and surplus property. Um, have in your packet the resolution with the exhibit. Most of this is, uh, a lot of it's driven by uh, upgrades that we've made with COVID money uh, to make things more sterile, to make our uh, remote operating more robust. Uh, so everything's been listed there and most of it will just be a straight disposal. Um, there's some furniture items that uh, possibly will be donated and maybe some of those items could be sold for a very nominal amount. Um, we just ask uh, your permission to proceed with uh, disposing of this. The resolution reads a resolution declaring township property as surplus and obsolete and authorizing its disposition, dispensing with a second reading and declaring an emergency. Motion. Second. Uh, maybe I'd like to get Skylar maybe to weigh in on this just to make sure. Are, are some of these monitors, should we be holding some of these just to holding them back in the event that we have issues with some of our other monitors? Do we have any backups currently? Uh, let's see here. We've repurposed some of them already, haven't we, Skylar? 
Yeah, we have. We've we've moved a lot of the good ones around to uh, um, uh, other departments. Um, you know, we've uh, we've actually set up a couple offices, additional offices for uh, maintenance supervisors, and they've uh, you know they've taken on some of the the, the useful equipment. Uh, I went through this list. Uh, this this was actually developed uh, between me and. Uh, um, our, our IT folks from Bellacor. Um, this is this this all really is antiquated equipment. Uh, the computers on this list are actually not from our last round of computers, but the the ones before that were just uh, taking up space downstairs. Um, th this is just this is early spring cleaning. Um, you know, and once we once we get this stuff out of here, there's probably going to be a, another smaller um, disposal that we'll do um, shortly after. So, so the um, uh, things like the uh, DeskJet sixty one twenty two, is that is that operational? Uh, that particular one, I don't believe it is. That's, okay. I mean, it's it's kind of like a discolored piece of junk down there. Okay. Yeah. I have no more questions. The computers that you said were taking out taken out of uh, use earlier on. Do you know approximately when they were taken out of use? No, I don't. Um, you know, I, I would say they, they've probably, they, they, some of these were the, the last run of, uh, of computers uh, from, from the year before, but, but others um, were, were still beige, uh, um, you know, exteriors, so if that tells you how old they are. Is the data on the drives still intact on those? Uh, so currently they are, but once we, once we have approval to destroy, uh, we will, we will destroy the hard drives as well. Conceivably, some of the information on those could be subject to record retention requirements or document preservation or hold requirements. That's something uh, the law director might want to review perhaps before... Hang on one second. Let me start my video. So the way the way we utilize our our PCs is everything is backed up to the server. Um, the um, you know anything that's of value as a public record is going to be stored there. Um, you know while I haven't audited every single one of these computers, um, you know I, I do know enough about our uh, our network infrastructure to know that these would not be the um, you know, the only local saves of, of any of these digital documents. So, um, you know, anything that's on here, you can find on the server. You're confident of that? I'm, I'm as reasonably confident of that as I can be. I, I, know, our, I know our IT infrastructure now. Um, if these machines were on the network, they were backed up. Okay. So, Skyler, all these, all these machines were on the network, correct? Please. All these, all these machines were on the network. Yes. Okay. So what, what we should do, and, and we can have this conversation tomorrow, um, Ray and Skylar, is um, there are sometimes unique situations where you have to preserve things in their original state, even though you may have them backed up. So uh, let's plan to talk tomorrow, and we'll walk through this a little yeah. bit more. I don't think it's going to hold up. Uh, the passage of the resolution if the trustees are so inclined yep. uh, because the resolution is based on 50510 
which does give us the right to uh, dispose of obsolete and unnecessary uh, prop, personal property. So this is a completely separate issue I'm talking about, and uh, we'll talk about that tomorrow. Yeah. You know, if, and, and I'll add one more thing, if it's uh, a make or break on this resolution, we can, we can physically pull every hard drive and those hard drives can, um, you know, they'll certainly take up a lot less space in the, in, in the township. So, you know, you're talking about a, a banker's box full of hard drives. If we need to retain those, um, I can even pull the memory. So if, that's, if that's how that's you guys good. want us to do it, we can. Yeah, it's good to know. Thank mm -hmm. you. Yep. All right. Any further discussion? All right. Now I've lost track. Did we actually read the resolution title yet? Yeah, I think you have a motion and a second. All right. Very good. Uh, if there's no further discussion, Mr. Porter, will you call the roll? Mr. LaBarbera. Aye. Mr. James? Aye. Subject to retention of the hard drives. Mr. Weedman. Aye. Thank you. Um, the next resolution is uh, the transfer of funds uh, from the general fund to the Sycamore Township CIC. Uh, as we move into people doing their taxes, this is the time of year that uh, people ask for the grants or the refund uh, of their earnings tax. Uh, 100,000 should just about cover the year. That's about what, what uh, was spent out of the CIC uh, last year. The uh, title reads, a resolution authorizing and directing a transfer of funds to the Sycamore Township CIC, Inc., the Designated Community Improvement Corporation of Sycamore Township, for funding grants and operating costs and dispensing with the second reading. Motion. Second. All right, we have a motion and a second as to this resolution. For the record, the funds placed into the CIC are used to provide uh, effectively tax refunds to our residents who work in the JEDZ areas. Is that correct, Mr. Ward? Yes. All right, uh, any further discussion as to this resolution? Mr. Porter, will you call the roll, please? Dula Barbara? Aye. Mr. James? Aye. Mr. Weedman? Aye. And the other thing I would mention to you as we go into executive session this evening, if, if you signed up via filling out the uh, registration form, you should automatically end up in that, <laughs> the uh, executive session room. If you did it another way, then uh, Rob Ebel may have to do something to get you in there. And once everybody's in an executive session, the session is over, uh, you can exit. If you don't exit after two minutes, you'll be automatically exited out. All right. Anything else from you first, Mr. Work? No. All right. Uh, next, we have trustee comments then. Mr. Weedman, any comments? Yeah. Uh, I wanted to talk a little bit about the CARES Act uh, distribution of funds from the state. Um, as you probably know, the last CARES funds uh, were distributed using the local government uh, formula. And um, as president of the Hamilton County Township Association, representing all the townships in Hamilton County, I, I fought that vigorously. 
and to no avail, we lost. And they did continue to keep, to to distribute that money through uh, the local government fund formula. Um, we do have some ears now. Uh, I've had conversations with uh, Mr. S Representative Seitz, and we are pushing to try to get this and a uh, to to change the second distribution of CARES Act funds uh, per, to a per capita. Um, per capita formula instead of the local government fund distribution formula that they originally used. So uh, we're hoping that that's going to uh, change things for the better for a lot of townships in Hamlin County. Um, the only other thing I'll add is that the, uh, this week is, uh, yesterday was uh, township, township, township Day in, Ham in uh, Ohio, declared by the state legislature. Uh, the Ohio Township Association is, is currently doing their, um, uh, having their conference this week and it is all by Zoom. Uh, we had a nice kickoff by the governor on uh, Monday and uh, we'll continue to go all the way through Friday. Um, there is one other uh, piece of legislation that I'm working on. As you probably know, uh, back uh, uh, when the, uh, our, the township, townships had a contract up with the Cincinnati Waterworks and um, we fought vigorously in court to, uh, and we got a, uh, uh, a temporary stay on them increasing our, our rates. And um, I ended up working on behalf of the townships in negotiating with uh, Mayor Cranley, a 50 year deal, which kept us at the same formula we were at for the last 35 years. Um, while I think that's good, it's not as good as we could be. And uh, I'm working uh, with, with Representative Brinkman right now on some legislation. There, there was legislation that was put in last time and uh, ended up not going through but we're working again to get it back uh, reintroduced so that we could get a, uh, um, uh, the, the, the law would now read, right now townships and cities outside the city, uh, city of Cincinnati actually pay a 25% higher rate than the city of Cincinnati residents. Uh, under the new, under the new uh, law, it would actually read that no one would pay an additional 25% rate everyone coming off the Cincinnati Waterworks service would pay the identical amount. If the city of Cincinnati violated that rule, they would lose their local government funds, which would be substantial to the city of Cincinnati. So uh, we're working, we're continuing to work on that in hopes that we can get, uh, um, there, there are a lot of, uh, there are a lot of uh, representatives in the house that are interested in uh, pushing this through. So hopefully we will be successful in getting that through and, uh, um, uh, it will certainly it will reduce our costs probably by, I'm guessing, 15%, because there are th about 300,000 people in the townships in Hamilton County. There's also about 300,000 people in the city of Cincinnati. So we would get a pretty good reduction uh, if that was the case. So uh, we're continuing to work on that, and that's all I have. You did excellent work with that negotiation with the city a couple of years ago, by the way, in getting that deal. So thanks from all of us as residents for getting that for the townships. Um, question while it's on my mind, the Hamilton County Township Association, um, is it ever going to meet during this pandemic? So yeah, we will, we will meet, uh, I think you probably you should have gotten an email this week from me, February 25th, we will meet uh, as it relates to our, um, by Zoom, as it relates to our uh, statutory obligation with the, with the county engineer. And we're still working on, uh, on, uh, Bylaws for new bylaws for the uh, for the township association. We hope to we hope to get. Uh, I, I probably will set something up for sometime in April so that we can get uh, some state uh, a, probably a state representative, a state senator to uh, give us an update on some legislation as it relates to townships. So 
that's where we're at. Really. That's, that's great to hear. I did not get that email from you, by the way. So if you would please resend it to the township address. Um, I, I want to make sure right I get now. that on my calendar. So, Mr. LaBarbera, did you email me? I also don't have Oh, sorry. Say that again. Did you get that email, Mr. LaBarbera? No, no, I didn't get it. Did you get it, Mr. Porter? I don't believe I did. I don't remember it seeing it. It should have been in there. I got a number of people that responded to me already, so I'll, I'll check it and I'll make sure you get it. Okay, thank you. Tracy, did you get it? Okay, thanks. You're on the list. Tracy. I did not. Okay, thanks. Thanks, that's good to know. I will go back and resend the whole thing. Okay, thank you. Mr. LaBarbera, comments? Yeah, a reminder at our next uh, trustees meeting on February 16th, I've invited Natalie Fields, the uh, head branch manager of the Deer Park Sycamore Township branch of the Cincinnati Public Library to give us an update on the plans for the new uh, $5 million, 25,000 square foot library in our Dillonville Shopping Center, construction slated for later this month through uh, June, plan opening, the grand opening in July. And then a heads up the next day on February 17th, the library and uh, GBB and architects are gonna host an informal renovation and expansion uh, information session from 5.30 to 6.30 that will go into more detail on a Zoom meeting and they'll record it for those who won't be able to make it on the live presentation time. And for more information on that and to sign up to see that presentation, uh, just go to CincinnatiLibrary.org. Um, just want to mention this that the uh, I've been talking about this for nine months to uh, various people in the building about pickleball, pickleball courts. Well, the Parks Advisory Committee, uh, uh, Jason Petty was uh, generous enough to allow me to speak to them on uh, the 25th. Uh, my purpose was to get their approval to explore tennis pickleball courts at Bechtel Park and solicit uh, preliminary cost proposals uh, for the idea that two tennis courts would be for pickleball courts, tennis or pickleball. And they seem to be in favor of that idea, but uh, first they want to see the results of the park survey that the residents have now to complete. And they also would like to wait until the park's plan is finished and they requested uh, lighting, of course the parts close at dusk, tennis lessons for residents, rain gardens for drainage and ADA acceptable, uh, accessible. And, and the last two could very well be easily uh, put, put in this project. Uh, one person won the courts uh, up north and I was really hoping to move forward and have this completed by late spring. Uh, we have the newly acquired space in Bechtel Park and I want to thank uh, Steve Rudishaufer and Jason Petty for their help in researching this. It's been a huge success elsewhere, Madeira, Montgomery, Anderson, Pickleball. But, um, and of course I mentioned this to you nine months ago, the parks board approval was the first step. Second step would be to convince both of you Toms. And then the third would be to get the money. And we had thought maybe around $150,000, but uh, that's just a, ballpark figure. And so at this time, I'm gonna drop the idea uh, and perhaps uh, visit this, revisit this next year. But as of now, um, I'm, I'm not gonna pursue this, but I wanna thank the Jason and, and Steve for their help in this. And then also this, just a reminder to the residents that uh, of course we have the quarterly newsletter you get, 
uh, I urge you to go to our website, sign up for the uh, monthly newsletter that you'll get that's on our website. Uh, we mail the quarterly newsletter to you, but on our website, uh, we, we email you once a month all the information going on in the township. And that's all I have. All right, a few comments for me. Um, among other things, today is Groundhog Day. Uh, today we're, we all uh, see what Punxsutawney Phil has to predict for our weather going forward. And I have to say, I didn't see this morning what he found, but I hope it wasn't six more weeks of winter because it's been plenty cold so far. Uh, it's also Black History Month, the month of February. The governor issued a proclamation about that yesterday and unfortunately reissued last year's as it turned out, which uh, put a little egg on his face, but his heart was certainly in proclaiming it. This year's theme is the Black family, representation, identity, and diversity. So I wanted to recognize that uh, as a month that we recognize here in Sycamore Township and throughout the state of Ohio. As Mr. Weedman noted, yesterday was Ohio Township Day. It's a day uh, that's been around since uh, 1999 as an official Ohio Day, recognizing townships and the contributions of, of those who uh, work within them and work for them. Um, the Ohio Township Association, as Mr. Weedman mentioned, is having its annual convention or conference. This year it's online rather than in person. I have to say it was very valuable going last year to Columbus and meeting trustees from other townships to get their perspectives on things. It's unfortunate we have to do that over Zoom this year, but there's still some valuable education coming from it, certainly. And uh, maybe next year everybody can get together again for it. Uh, one of the things the Township Association does, by the way, that the public may be interested in is they, they sponsor a scholarship every year. Uh, they actually give away four $1,500 college scholarships to high school seniors who live in townships in Ohio and who, who are going to go to an Ohio college or university. The application deadline this year has been extended to a little later than usual. It's February 28th. If you go to ohiotownships.org slash scholarship hyphen program. You can look up information about it, about how to qualify. One of the qualifiers is that the student needs to attend a local government meeting in Ohio. It doesn't have to be the township in which they live and it can be by Zoom currently, but uh, it's definitely worth checking out for uh, any high school seniors out there. So um, anyway, that, that's what I've got. Um, announcement changes before we move on to our executive session issues here. Uh, zoning commission meeting for Monday, February 8th has been canceled as Mr. Miller noted. The Board of Zoning Appeals meeting, uh, the date has changed to Wednesday, February 17th at 6.30 p.m. for their remote meeting. Uh, take a look at our published calendar on the website for any other events going on this month and for potential changes. Um, Moving on on the agenda, we've got a couple things set for executive session. Um, would someone care to make the motion for each of those sessions? Before we go to executive session, I just want I just checked my email and you were on distribution. All of you were, but apparently you didn't get it. So I'm going to resend this out tonight to everybody just to make sure everybody got it. Thank I'll you. Get that, I'll get it out later this evening regarding the meeting on the 20, whatever, 25th, I think it is. Thanks, Tom. Sometimes when you put too many people on the email, it doesn't go to all of them for some reason. That might be the problem with this. Yeah, so, well, thanks. Okay, would someone care to make a motion as to the executive sessions or I can do it, so. A motion. Make a motion to go to executive session. Uh, with law director Deepak Desai, as permitted by Ohio Revised Code section 121.22 to consider the sale of township property and to adjourn into executive session with law director Deepak Desai as permitted by Ohio Revised Code, 
section 121.22 to discuss pending litigation. Second. All right. Um, and into executive session following our vote, we'll be inviting Mr. Desai, Mr. Warwick, the trustees, Mr. Porter, Mr. Miller, and Mr. Kellams. Is there anyone else we need for that? I think so. All right. Uh, Mr. Porter, would you call the roll as to the vote for these executive sessions, please? Paula Barbara? Aye. Mr. James? Aye. Mr. Weedman? Tom, ready to roll. Uh, we lost Tom Weedman. Oh. Wonder if he left the meeting instead of the room. Let me look in the breakout room. Uh, there he is. He's logging back. He must have dropped off. I just clicked him in. Okay. Tom is <clears throat> and we lost Mr. Porter also. I don't know if he's coming back or not, but. Um, are we live streaming again? Yes, sir. All right. Very good. Well, I'll call us back into order in regular session here. Um, and we lost Mr. Weedman again. <laughs> there he oh, is. We there just... we go. Okay. All right. Uh, well, Mr. Warwick, will you call roll since Mr. Porter is not here? Mr. Weedman? Uh, present. Mr. James? Here. Mr. LaBarbera. Here. All right, we have returned from executive session. Is there any further business to consider? Motion to adjourn. I'll second that motion to adjourn. All in favor? Aye. 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 Stay safe, stay healthy. Exactly, have a great night, everyone. Take care. Good night, everybody.